0: Hello, everyone, welcome to another exciting episode of the Euro Talk podcast with me, your host, the Pulala Master, and our resident analyst,
1: Dennis Munene, Jagul Munyeweha, Pakamakawa Kamadawa. This is how we do it. Another episode to
0: get you all the latest from the Euro 2020. Yeah, man, and uh, this is our second last podcast. You know, as we head up to the to the finals, man, and uh, it's England versus Italy, the Azuri, at the Wembley Stadium, man, and uh, the English fans are 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 have taken over social media. You know, they're now running tweet and all that because they believe it's coming home. But the Azuri keep saying it's going to Rome. So, who will blink first? Will it be the English or will it be the Italians? Keep it, sports plug Kenya for all the details around uh, the Euro 2020, and of course. We are giving you the latest news on uh, transfers and all that. Keep it possible, e. Yeah, man. So, Jagol, man. Yeah. Uh, England have finally booked a final, you know, for the first time in 55 years. Yeah. They are in a final of a major tournament. Yeah. And they are going to face a resilient Italy side yeah. that, you know... I feel they have nothing to lose going into these finals because the pressure is not on them. The pressure is on the English. Yeah. You know, with all the hopes their fans have on them and all that. Um, But before we talk about the finals, I'd I'd just like us to briefly run down through the games of the semis. And uh, we're going to start with the Spain Italy game. You know, uh, Spain um, Italy winning on penalties. What did you make of this game, man? It uh, was a good game. It was uh,
1: the first game where the Italians were completely dominated by the Spanish. Uh, the Spain had all the possession in the world. Um, Italy were reliant on counter-attacks mm. on the break, fast moving forward. We didn't have... Uh, their striker was was out of the game immobile, mm. but that's why you can count on experience. Ciellini and Bonucci were immense mm. during that match. And um, I think Pedri, the Barcelona wow, youngster, wow, wow, wow. I think he caught the eye, and he's been
0: the it, brightest young prospect I, so I far think, in the Euro twenty twenty. I, I think, uh, I think when the awards will be, you know, when the awards will be given out, I think the award for the best young player should just go to Pedri. No doubt yeah, about that. Yeah, uh, yeah, it, it, it. I certainly think it will,
1: <laughs> though. Um, It will be also, I think, Mikel Damsgaard, Ah, the Danish youngster, will also be there. But I think Pedri has had an excellent tournament for a kid aged 18, the youngest ever to start in the knockout matches and everything. Mm. Um, Spain, I didn't think they'd get this far. Uh, So kudos to them. Mm. I think uh, they tried. They started off slow. I think this was the best match that the Spanish have played so far in the Euros. They were dominant possession, but they lacked the cutting edge. Because you see, at the end of the day, football is all about chances, Mm. how you convert your chances. And the scoreline... it wasn't a fair reflection of how the game was i think with the chances that the spanish created they ought to have won the match mm. but uh that's football you you take your chances uh what a goal from federico Chiesa. yeah lovely goal and um
0: alvaro morata also scored a or yeah a goal. Uh,
1: and uh, it's it's so typical of alvaro morata that's <laughs> that's your typical alvaro morata
0: honestly i was <laughs> i was even surprised that you know that. Uh, Enrique yeah. allowed him to take a penalty.
1: But uh, they don't have... Uh, if, if you looked at the Spanish penalty takers, mm. they didn't have many of them. So I, was, I, I always knew that Morata would take. And you see, when it comes to the post-match penalties, mm. rather than a penalty in the match, it's now about confidence. Mm. You, you can't force... There are people who have pressure and are afraid to take penalties. So uh, it's confidence. And if you're ready to step up, so why not? Uh was typical. That's typical Morata. I remember at a time mm. uh, when Morata was at Chelsea, Morata is a guy who could score two goals mm. and still have a bad game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that was typical Morata. But what a goal, my friend, by Alvaro Morata and what a goal by Federico Chiesa. The tempo was... So high, mm-hmm. I liked it. I enjoyed the match, and uh, kudos to the Italians. I think we all expected them to go through, yeah. though we expect we didn't expect them to be dominated. But that's another thing. I remember we were having a conversation with my friend, mm-hmm. and I did tell him you um whereas the Spanish play their tiki taka and everything, there's that discipline of the ball and. Guys like Chiellini and Bonucci is like they enjoy defending. They enjoy those moments where they uh, they can get man-to-man, man, they can tackle you and everything. And uh, Enrique, what mm-hmm. Enrique tried was what... Uh, Vincente Del Bosque did in Euro 2012 mm. where you don't play uh, you see how he started with a false number 9 mm. and uh, you now give Cielini and Bonucci no man to mark you're mm. giving them a ghost to mark mm. and it was really effective almost playing Olmo the number 9 yeah. yeah you pull the defender you're leaving a gap there mm. that's why they were able to create chances so I don't know if England will learn from that and maybe they may use it but um, kudos to Spain but uh, they out of the tournament, they, I think this was the best game they played. I really enjoyed it, but I was rooting for the Italians, and I'm glad they got to the final. I think um, people who are comfortable on mm. the receiving end mm. and they have discipline while defending mm. will be key in the final. And the experience of
0: Bonucci and, and Cellini will, was, be it will be key and has been key mm. for the Azurri. Okay, then after that, you know, next match, the match that uh, I guess everyone is talking about, yeah. even though to me it was a um, boring, boring game. Yeah. You, you, you can't compare it to the Italy-Spain game. England, you know, beating a spirited Denmark. Yeah. Uh, 2-1 currency of an extra time penalty from Hurricane. Yeah. Yeah. And um, the question many people are asking right now, was it a penalty? Did Raheem Sterling, w- was he fouled? I don't think Raheem Sterling was fouled, and mm. thus
1: these are the moments where I'm always uh, critical of referees. Mm. VAR has no problem; it's controlled by human beings mm. as much as it's a video technology. Mm. The referee saw it in real time. And give a penalty. The referee should be given another chance to look at it at the video. At the monitor. Ah yeah. And still see if he'll stick to his previous decision. But when you now have officials in the VAR, I think what they should do is call the referee to check the monitor and confirm. Whereas um, regardless of that. I think England would still have won, but I would want them to win it fairly. Mm. And we've seen the pundits, oh, how about England don't care if it was a penalty. But uh, it's it's typical of the English fan base mm. and their pundits and how selfish these guys are. That um, I remember Jamie Carragher was criticizing Neymar after Neymar seemed to have dived for a penalty uh. and asking how he lives with it, how he goes to his family at night. Whereas the sterling one... It's now, um, seems it was okay. He said it streetwise. You always look <laughs> to win for your team. So uh, I still don't think Denmark would have won, mm. but I'd have preferred England. England were the better side, mm. to be honest, but I'd have preferred them to win it fairly. Mm. And we saw the lesser on Schmeichel. Schmeichel. Yeah. It's it's the arrogance and of the English. So uh, That's what uh, I I don't like about them. I think they do have good players, Mm. not as good as they like to think they are. And um, the Azuri will be the ultimate test for them. Mm. And the pressure, I think, is on England. Yeah, true. Yeah, so uh, big up to the Danish. What a free kick by Mikael Damsgaard. Yeah, um, great performances from Kia, from Christiansen. I was so... I was uh, devastated to see Christiansen go off. Yeah, injured man. A man mm. like Pierre-Mil Hoyberg mm. puts in a Warriors shift, mm. and um, at the end of the day, England deserved to go through. Yeah. I'd have rather they they scored a clean another goal. Go- yeah, yeah, not that Sterling dive. And I think um, in future mm. football, uh, they Shondaich proposed a rule. That if you dive, you get sent off. If you want to cap diving in the match. And these days, it's as if, with the VR and everything, diving is, it seems that it is not punished these days. Mm. That a player dives, it's checked on the VR, nothing is given, unless the referee sees it yeah. in real time, mm. sure, and gives a yellow card. So to cap this, because players are always looking, oh, you see, for the slightest touch, and football is a contact sport, mm. so we are killing the vibe of the game, the contact. We are seeing red cards given for follow throughs. We are seeing, we are seeing petty, some abhorrent decisions being made by referees. But anyway, I think the refereeing has been top notch at the Euros, mm. and uh, let's let's make good use of the VAR. Oh, wow. And uh, anyway, as I said, I posted in my social media pages mm. and statuses. I said. Uh, at the end of the day, capitalism. it just had to be England and yeah. Italy. Yeah, capitalism will win. Yeah. Because England and Italy will sell more. Yeah, true. Yeah. Rather than Denmark and Italy or or anything. So um same way, big up to the three lions of England. And uh we are waiting to see. Uh, the arrogance has been <laughs> top notch. Yeah, it has <laughs> been top notch. It, <laughs> uh, it stinks to the high heavens. Man. So Walifanya well, to Denmark illekitu, like but uh, we move, we move forward all the same. So they are up to the final uh,
0: tomorrow. So, uh, which English players, you know, shone brightest for you in that game?
1: Uh, Sterling, Raheem Sterling, and uh, yeah. Luk Shaw. Uh, they were the brightest spark. Uh, Saka had some moments of, and Hurricane uh. Uh, he thrives dropping in, and we saw that in that match uh. that he thrives when dropping in deep, and he can he allowed Saka and Sterling to get more in the box, and Hurricane is that striker who can pick a pass. He's so good at at spotting those runs, and uh, he was immense in that game. Um, but uh, Luke Shaw and Raheem Sterling stood up for me. Uh, mm-hmm. Sterling was unplayable, especially in extra
0: time. So, uh, big up to Raheem Sterling. Yeah, and for speaking of Hurricane, I think the English fans should thank Jose Mourinho for, turn, for turning him to the kind of player he is today. You know, it's under it's under. I feel like it's under Jose that you know he started going deep. Yeah, true, uh, true, true. T- uh back and yeah,
1: all that. yeah, we we have to
0: give. We have to <clears throat> big up. Jose Mourinho is... Um, and uh, news uh, reaching us right now, you know, courtesy of Sky Sports, is that yeah. Phil Foden, Phil Foden might miss, he might miss the finals because uh, he didn't attend today's training. Yeah. That Saturday, he has suffered a minor knock. But anyway, England... Uh, England is just full of great players, so whether yeah, is well, no or not. well,
1: F- Phil Foden um, has divided opinion in the Euros, mm. in my view. Mm. Phil Foden, with the role he's used at, Phil Foden is mm. more adapted to a team who are who are on the offensive, mm. who have the ball more, and uh, with England, it's not often the case unless they are playing an inferior team. Mm. But with Man City, Foden thrives because he's more on the ball, yeah. and uh, uh, I. I don't think England will miss him. Ah, no, no, no. But he's a good option to have on the bench mm. either way. You wouldn't want to lose a, a player like Philford.
0: Like so Like the, the the Nini the Denmark game when yeah. he came on, I think he really sparkled.
1: Yeah, yeah, he really sparkled. And uh, I don't know if Grealish is fit too, or it was a tactical decision to take him off in the in the in the Danish match. Mm. But uh, I really hope they don't miss Phil for well. I, I I don't care actually. I'm hoping that the England could lose. Uh, that Aruga, you've even seen the Scottish newspaper. Yeah, man. Yeah, they are rooting for Italy because uh, if the English do win, uh, they'll remind it. They'll remind us all day long, all day, all night, every day for months to come. And uh, if it's been 55 years since they last won a, a major trophy. Mm. You can imagine uh, if they do win one now, yeah, what's man. going to happen. Um, but I reckon it will be a tough match. Yeah, And there are no favourites in the finals.
0: That then, there's, not, there's no favourites. So, uh, heading into the finals, like, what do you feel it, Italy should take advantage of uh, to slay England? That midfield
1: too, of mm. Declan Rice and uh, Calvin Phillips. Mm. And um, I'm waiting to see how Southgate will line up. Mm. I think he'll line up the same, the same. as as the semi-final. I think so. But I think... um, You, you see, the Spanish midfield mm. was able to dominate the Italian, mm. the Italians in midfield. But that midfield mm. three of Italy mm. is no midfield. Barella, Jorginho, and Veratti, mm. they are good. And I think um, if they are to win, mm. they'll have to win uh, those duels in the middle of the park. Mm. And I expect Italy will have more of the ball mm. tomorrow. Mm. And uh Federico and Federico Chiesa and Insigne mm. must be at the top of their game. Uh, the England center back, and I failed to mention it. I think Maguire was so good God, that true. he won all the aerial duels and everything he's He's been a major improvement, and he'll be key. So I don't think the Italians focus too much on on crosses and everything. They are good at the press, they break so fast they are rapid so that will be key and um, maybe immobile chiesa and uh, lorenzo insigne may trouble that that back, that back four of england
0: and uh, what do you view as uh, england's greatest strength heading into the match? Uh,
1: england's greatest strength is fast their home advantage yeah true man well <laughs> it, it it could work either way could be a great advantage and it could be a weak point since england have the pressure to deliver. Mm. So it could work for or against it. depends on how the players turn up. Mm. And uh, that home advantage will be immense. Mm. We even saw in the semi-final that some guys who aren't even ticketed, I think the capacity was more than 60,000. It seemed that Wembley was almost full. Mm. So that will be... Advantageous, mm. and you've seen the restrictions that uh, I don't think many Italian fans will will have to attend, unless those who went before cause there are still restrictions in Britain that you have to to isolate once you come. Mm. So that will be their greatest advantage, mm. and if they are to win, mm. players like Hurricane, players like uh, Raheem Sterling, mm. uh, a youngster like Bukayo Saka they have to be at the top of their game. Mm. That Italian team is good, mm. and uh, they have experienced. Players like Bonucci and Cellini have played in so many finals. Mm. Cellini was there even during the under 20, or six triumph. Under-21. Yeah, and uh, he was still there. He's played in Champions League finals and everything, mm. so could be key. We also have people like Marco Verratti mm. and... Uh, the the Chelsea fullback also has to be at the top of his game. Yeah. Amazon is o- is is really good going forward, yeah. not so great defensively. Yeah. And uh, well, that will be one of the duels to watch. It'll be against Bukayo Saka, so Nozim. Mm. They play in the Premier League.
0: I think Italy will re- Italy are greatly missing Spinazzola. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Spinazzola has been so good defensively and offensively. Mm. And uh, for the Italians, also Donnarumma will have to be and uh, the the two goalkeepers they are um um, at at such a young age Donnarumma has made so many appear over three hundred appearances at only twenty two years of age and he was so crucial for the Italians Mm. in this tournament Mm. well Pickford always has that mistake in him. Mm. And uh, if they are to win it, he has to avoid, but he's been great so far in the tournament it will it will be uh it will be a good match mm. for any football lover, mm. so I'm expecting a really tight match, but I reckon mm. Italy should just edge it because of the experience they have yeah yeah
0: anyway uh let's make up our predictions like um i I'm going for an Italy win um, extra time. Yeah. Extra time Italy to win it 2-1. I go for full time Italy to win it 2-1. Okay. Yeah. Guys, (laughs) there you have it, man. And uh, keep it here for our season finale. You know, we're dropping our season finale on Monday. Yeah. Uh, Immediately after the finals, we'll be here to record our season finale. And after that, we'll tell you the way forward, you know. But uh, until next time, this has been... uh, the Euro Talk podcast, I've been your host, the Pulala Master, and uh, my guy,
1: Dennis Jagol Mwenewe, and uh, we also remind you to keep on the look in our social media pages, in our websites, K E and uh, we'll be dropping you all the transfer news, everything to do with football. This is what we do. Till next time, boo.
0: Yeah, well on